just climbing this rope right here. And if there's a man up the ten o'clock hour of Wealthy and Tausch begins now. And it begins. Well, it may not begin. Tausch, how did you consume the Super Bowl yesterday without giving away all your travels and travails? Yeah, I watched it. We got uh, at a bunch of at four or five uh, former teammates. We decided to get together, do a little fishing, a little golfing, and we so we watched the game last night. So it it, it was really fun to watch the game. Not to say that watching it with Max or watching it with some buddies back in Madison or Milwaukee, wherever it might be, it was really fun to say this was a dumb idea or, you know, one of the guys was saying they're going to run this this motion here and do a cutback left, and they ran it. And we, you know, it, it was really fun to sit and watch the game from a a bunch of old, washed up NFL guys' perspectives. Are are you uh, protecting their identities uh, from public knowledge? Well, I sort of am because we had a conversation, and I told the boys that I was going to bring it up that. And this I did not agree with. I sent a tweet out this morning to our friends down in Chicago. And one of the guys, and it was not one of the guys, Cliffy is obviously one of the guys I was with, Josh Sitton. And it wasn't one of those two. So mm-hmm. it will help you deduct okay. the reason who else. I'm not going to tell you who else was there. But they okay. said that Patrick Mahomes, had he been drafted by the Chicago Bears, would not be in the league anymore. And I said, you're crazy. Now, would they? He have three championships. I firmly believe he would not. But uh, it no, does bring agree. up a fascinating question of how he would be good. Would he be Hall of Fame, awesome goat good? I don't think so. It was, and when he said it, I was kind of like, "You're crazy." And then the more you think about it, it's like, well, how do you know? You don't. And it illustrates, again, I think Patrick Mahomes is one of the guys that will transcend an entire franchise. Do I think that he would bring the Bears to that level of what the Kansas City Chiefs are? I do not. I don't think they're structured that way yet. Maybe they can could have gotten there. But it tells you again, and I've told you this numerous times, about 90% of the league it is about timing, and it is about the right system at the right time. For about Situation. 10% of the guys, they they will make it in every era, every league, every day. Charles Woodson could have played in the 60s, and he could play today. And he could play in a cover two. He could play in any system he wants. Julius Peppers, same thing. Aaron Rodgers, I feel fairly confident, could have. But we said this, if he was drafted by San Francisco, would he have been a four-time MVP? Mm, I don't know, Jim. We never know. But the idea of Pat Mahomes being out of the league in seven years, I thought was crazy. All right, so let's let's go through this. And, and this doesn't happen very often where Mark Tauscher's name and Patrick Mahomes' name are in the same sentence. But we're going to do it anyway because you, you have talked about this using your own experience as a guide, right? Is that you had a great 11-year career. You're a Packers Hall of Famer. But was it Seattle that told you they were going to draft you? Am I remembering that correctly? Detroit and then Seattle, yep. Okay. And if you go to either of those teams, what do you think your career looks like? Because you get into camp as a rookie, Earl Dotson's back locks up, you get all those reps throughout the preseason, all those reps throughout the 
the training camp. Earl gets healthy in time for the opener. And then you guys go to Buffalo in week two. Correct me if I'm getting any of these facts wrong. And his back locks no, up again. Right so far. And, and here comes old number 65. Uh, and Marco tells a great story of you running onto the field. And then you play great. And, you know, the $100 million quarterback protected by that seventh-round pick, you carve out the career you had, which would have been even better had you not torn ACLs. But if you go to Detroit, or you go to Seattle and the opportunity and the offense and everything else is different, what does your life look like? Yeah, I don't know. That's the beauty of it. And, you know, if you go to Seattle, you got Walter Jones, you know, uh, Chris McIntosh was drafted out there. Would I have earned an opportunity to play? I think at some point. Sure. Would it have been right away? Would it have gotten that? No, I don't think it would have been. And then you run that risk of being one of those eight, nine linemen, and somebody gets hurt, and you have to get cut, and then you get moved to practice squad, and you bounce around, and you're a journeyman, and you're scrapping, and you're scrounging, and you're just fighting to play five or six years. Uh, Could that have happened relatively easily if I did not get to play right away? 100%. And how that shakes out, I I know where my talent was. I also know that I would have competed my tail off to stay in the league as long as I could have wherever I played. And would I have been able to start and end up having, you know, a Packers Hall of Fame career? I No. I think that's where me landing in this spot, having Brett Favre as the quarterback and Amon Green and being able to start right away, it changed the complexion of my career. Had I went somewhere else, I do not think it would have been probably as fulfilling of a career as what I was able to do here. All right, so you mentioned our friends in Chicago, and we love Waddle and Sylvie and Yurko and Carmen and everybody down there. But I know Waddle and Sylvie used to say that when the Chiefs would play against the Browns, uh, not no, he wasn't with the Browns yet, when the Chiefs would play the Texans, and it was Deshaun Watson, whose career has obviously not continued on the arc that it had been initially in Houston, when they would play, when it was Mahomes versus Watson, those guys would say it was the son of a Mitch Bull because the Bears could have taken either one of them and instead took Mitch Trubisky at number two in the 2017 NFL draft. So putting on your, I guess this isn't prognostication, this is more alternative reality universe Doc Brown's time machine. So what do you think... Patrick Mahomes' career looks like if he's been the Bears' starting quarterback. Let's say he even sits for a year the way he did Mm -hmm. in 2017 in Kansas City behind the guy you just mentioned who turned out to be, if we look at Alex Smith's career, the guy turned out to be good. Not great, not Hall of Fame great, but he put together a pretty darn good career and dealt with a lot of adversity during it. He did. But let's say Patrick Mahomes goes number two overall to Chicago. He sits for a year behind, I don't even know who their quarterback was at the time, but he sits for a year and then starts in 2018 as their starting quarterback. What do you think the Bears and and his career look like? Isn't that the, I mean, that's the fascinating part of all this, and that's why totally fascinating. a lot of people from a draft standpoint get so caught up in the draft because it literally, you make that move, Kansas City deciding to trade up with the Buffalo Bills. And now Buffalo is going to be chasing this their entire career. That's why teams are so leery to trade in the division because 
if Christian Watson lights up the Minnesota Vikings, the uh, Minnesota Vikings are looking at it like we yeah. gave them to him. It's the yeah. beautiful part of this. I think Patrick Mahomes is a Pro Bowl quarterback that is just continuing to, sh- you know, fight and compete to get there. He's so good. I think he is transcendent enough to think that the Chicago Bears would have won a championship with him, even through this. I think he would have found a way to wow. get one, not three. I think their team and how they build it and having the guy that you can center your franchise around, I would say that throughout his first seven or eight years, depending if he would have sat like he did in Kansas City, I think they would have had a championship already. Because if you think about Mitchell Trubisky, they were they started that season sitting him too. And, and then, they double doinked. T- Wasn't that the double doink right. here? And then you then you do exactly what all these coaches and GMs do, right? Sounds great, but when you don't have the job security that the Packers brain trust has when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback already in place, which is why Jordan Love could sit the way he did, you start worrying about your job. And you say, we drafted this guy second overall. We're not playing very well. we got to play him. And that's what happened with Trubisky. And now he's a journeyman. And he never made it in Chicago, although they did make the playoffs and he did go to a Pro Bowl. Um, to your point about that trade thing, by the way, uh, I don't know what Brian Branch's career will ultimately look like in Detroit, but I thought of that when the Packers traded that pick. Now, they ended up doing pretty well for themselves because they ended up taking Jaden Reed at 50. But they moved out from mm-hmm. down from 45 in a trade with the Lions, and the Lions took Brian Branch, which... Uh, not quite the same as Christian Watson, and right now Vikings fans aren't sitting there going, oh, I can't believe we gave them the chance to get Christian Watson. But if he gets his hamstrings figured out, uh, there's a chance they're going to be feeling that same way. That's for sure. Uh, I know how you feel about the idea of Fortria and the idea of getting a little extra money in your pocket because of them. Yeah, if you had a bad night on some of your prize picks or if you're having a big spring break trip coming up or if you want to get to potentially Brazil for that maybe potential Packers game Mm. out there, you're going to try to find a road game next year and you need a little extra cash, our friends at Fortria have you covered. Right now they have a couple of studies. Healthy adults adults age 18 to 60, BMI of 18 to 32. Study involves two stays of 15 nights with seven follow-ups, and you can grab yourself almost $14,000 for your time and participation, plus $300 per qualified participant. They also have a trial looking for healthy males and females. Ages 18 to 55, females must be of non-childbearing potential. That body mass index is 18.5 to 32. Study of one stay of nine nights with a follow-up, and you can grab yourself a quick 4055 bucks for your time and participation. Go to FortriaClinicalTrials.com. That's Fortria, F-O-R-T-R-E-A, ClinicalTrials.com. So did you and Cliffy and City and the other ex-Packers teammates to be named later or not to be named at all, so did you guys watch the commercials together too, or were you guys yapping it yeah, up? Yeah, we watched the whole game. During the commercial no, it was All right, yapping. so. There was yapping. I want to I want to get some feedback from you and Joshi on the commercials. I'm curious about what you guys thought because I understand we're football. Well, you're a football guy. I'm a media guy, but I understand we want to talk about the game and the Packers and everything else. But I always love the day after because I am curious about commercials and we do a lot for our partners. But I am curious 
What caught your eye from the commercials? We'll talk about that next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. So if you're watching a game, whether it's the Super Bowl or anything, I've said this before, having watched some games with former NFL players. So can players. we say Super Bowl now, Jason? Like, can we do, hey, or oh. is it all year you can't do it? I could have said you, it the whole you time. You just can't say it adjacent to, say, for Tria. So even in, like, August, I can't say it. No, you, 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 you can't say it. In some sort of partner-attached commercial-style c- portion of the program, but I Steinoff can say conference champ- its- I can say conference championship, though. Sure, I think so. Why, is yeah, that word? why can't that I work? Why can't Super I use Bowl that word? is different? It's like Michael finals? Buffer. I, uh, oh, NBA finals? That one I don't know. About. No, you. Cannot. I'm not sure about that. Um, by the way, I heard because uh, I was listening on Sirius XM to the Kevin Harlan call of the Super Bowl. Uh, I heard multiple promotions for prize picks. You know what they did yeah. that you don't? What? They avoided names. I'm curious Why? about that. Since you, now I'm giving you another thing to worry about. The Kansas City quarterback needs only a half a yard, they said. Oh, boy. It's like, uh-oh, what does that mean? Is this another thing yeah. for Tausch to have to worry about? Uh, be that as it may... The Super well, Bowl maybe commercials. because they're associated with the. Yeah, that could be. Maybe that there's something with it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to put more things for you to worry about on your plate. So I, I, I was reluctant to bring that up, but I did notice uh, that they were promoting the heck out of Prize Picks, and then I ran into that guy at the sandwich shop, who was excited to see how he would fare on his picks, because you're not going against other people; you're just going against the projections. But be that as it may. Were there commercials that stood out to you, or were you guys too busy being football guys, breaking the stuff down and predicting plays like Tony Romo, that you didn't really get into the commercials? Uh, no, I mean, we still got into the commercials, and by far, the one that hit the needle and moved it the furthest was the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes! With Tom Brady, Ben Affleck, J-Lo, and Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon was I think great. any of the other ones... Like there was one, and I don't even I don't, I don't want to get. I guess I just said Duncan, so I, I went against my <laughs> basic philosophy. Boy, here we go. There was one that they it's did malleable three ads, philosophy, and I'm kind of I still don't I still don't really know what they do. Timu, Doomy or Boomy or something like that. What I asked, I think that's what it was. I don't have any idea what I kept thinking. Mussolini, the uh, hockey player. That's what I was thinking. What, Timu Mussolini. I, I don't know. Mussolini. Yeah. Mussolini. So is I don't different. even know what they do. <laughs> Did he just combine yes. T. Mussolini and Mussolini? And is Benito that what just Mussolini. occurred on this program? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking the hockey player. I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the dictator. I'm talking about the hockey. Timu, player, just so that we're all on the same page. Timu Salami. Salami. Yep. And then uh, Salami. Te- Te- Salami. Salami. 
<laughs> salami. Timu salami. Whatever. Anyways, I thought that ad was blah. And then there was obviously the controversial one where people were washing feet and everything else. But the Dunkin' Donuts one was by far the one to me. As a matter of fact, as I was driving over to the airport, I actually thought, yeah, grab me one. <laughs> so it worked. Um, what about what about the uh, I believe it was a Kia commercial, the uh, ice skating girl who then her dad charges up his SUV and drives up into the mountains to go see Grandpa so she can skate for him. Yeah, don't you kind of think that they were they could have uh, gotten there quicker if they just had gas? That's what I thought. Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, here you have this guy. They're, they're rushing to get up there. And Powered they have to the lights around the, the for rink, minutes. though. And then was, the funny part was, and then one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, he lives in Chicago. He goes, oh, yeah, these cars get, those cars get stolen all the time. And then I thought back to Ashton. And then Ashton get his start. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if necessarily that was <laughs> like obviously I'm times. a Chevy guy, yeah. so I'm going to push that way anyways. Sure, but yeah, no I was doubt. not impressed with that. It ended up having me. Now it made me think, like this, this, and this, and it, things could have been smoother and blah blah blah. Um, so no, that was not an impressive one. For Jason, me. didn't the the Cetaphil, Cetaphil one seem to be right up your alley, right? Uh, before we move to that, I did want to state for the record that What's I had Cetaphil? two different. <laughs> Josh, explain to what him which Cetaphil? one you're talking it's, about. It's a lotion. It was the girl dad one where the girl watches games with him now following mm-hmm. the. I don't know if they used Taylor Swift, but the implication was Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was, I thought that was savvy. I did like it. Uh, I did think it was interesting. I had two people that are friends of mine that cover the Olympics point out that a perfect score apparently in uh, ice skating is a 6 not a 10 which of course no one would have understood if they had had him write a 6 in the f- fog of the window <laughs> so that wouldn't have worked uh so i understand why they took that creative license but i did get a kick out of that um i i liked the duncan one too well, a lot just of wait Matt a second. Damon. what about mary lou Re- what about mary lou Retton? she got a perfect 10 right yeah but she wasn't an ice skater she was a gymnast Gymnastics ten, so, ice skating six. Uh, we're why just, we're, is we're that? Off now. No more commercial. <laughs> I talk. don't know. I don't understand. What is? Why would they switch it? I don't know. But Are I we thought sure it's it was been pretty switched? amusing. So what about like? What about like big dive? Like is that a ten or is that a six? Because when they dive like a hundred feet up in the air and they <laughs> splash real light in the pool. Uh, uh, <laughs> big dive. You- like like diving, yes, like in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Big dive. I'm sitting is there going, what, is this the Why X Games? You're diving into, like, the ocean? This, this, you uh, know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of metric and how we're all, oh, you better switch. And here we are, 2024. And we're not even thinking. We're less thinking about metric than ever. And now they're trying to do this to separate themselves. Let's limpify this thing and say, let's come to an f- agreement on the Olympic speech you, and say, all right, we're going to do tens, perfect 10, everything else. What are they doing going six? You could, now they have to make and fake it in a commercial so that us idiots can figure that out. Like, come on guys, gals. You could have paid me a million dollars and I would have never guessed Tausch was trying to fix figure skating scoring on today's post Super Bowl wielding Tausch. I didn't and bring big it dive. Up. You know, I big, didn't bring big this dive. up. 
No, you didn't. But I'm glad I did. Because <laughs> it was very entertaining that you... Uh, and by the way, once again, I agree with you. Now, I think gymnastics has also shifted, and correct me if... Well, Tausch, you don't, I don't think you know this. But for our girls, it's still 10. But like for in like competitive big-time gymnastics now... No, I do now, know that. There's like start 10. values. It's 100%. No, 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 no. Yeah. Let me... No. Yeah, I know you know that for our girls. But in real, like big time gymnastics now there's also different like start values and stuff so like a perfect score could be a 14.5 or a 15.2 it's a whole different thing there too so don't watch the olympics until matt hamilton is curling and then you can uh be on top of well that's like high Uh, school gpa it's not good enough just to get a 4.0 now well though you took an advanced course you can get a 4.5 waited just keep it at 4.0 no 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 no. Uh, all, all I know is whether it, a perfect score is a 10, a 4.0, a 6.0, whatever the perfect score is, if you are renovating your bathroom and you're going to have Kohler Services do your shower or bath, it's going to be a perfect 10. Oh, it is indeed. Uh, if you are thinking about updating your bath or shower, Turn to Kohler Services for end-to-end bath and shower remodeling, where Kohler Design Consultants and installers will do the work for you. Family-owned for 150 years, Kohler is your Wisconsin manufacturer providing care for life. You can start enjoying your bath or shower right now with a special offer. Visit KohlerServicesWI.com, request your free quote, and with fast professional installation, you know that is always included. Again, that's KohlerServicesWI.com. We'll get to the halftime show a little bit later in the program. Next, we're going to play a little Take It to the Bank, presented by Associated Bank, and i got to give Jesse credit. I know Jesse's uh, on assignment today, and Joshy, we again, we appreciate you stepping into the breach. But I like his three Take It to the Bank questions, all three of them, especially the last one. We'll get to those next. It's Wildean Tausch. You're listening to Wildy and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. It started with a whisper. to ask. Taush, did you want to talk about Tony Romo instead of playing Take It to the Bank? No, I would definitely want to play Take It to the Bank. I just, it was um, it was interesting to see texts and I, I've said before, Tony Romo's lost his fastball. I thought he came out of the gates, his enthusiasm and call and plays. And last night we were sitting there and he literally, there was one segment at the end of the game. He's now just kind of stating the obvious stuff. And he's just scribbling lines. He's like, but he did bring up some good points. I still think he's a good announcer. I think Greg Olson's better. But he's mm-hmm. if you watch the end of that game, he brought that little telestrator out. And I don't know what the hell he was doing. He was trying to draw like a combo route, I think, to kind of show that there was a rub route and the guy got open. But he was like, bzz, 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 bzz. and then it just did it again. And one of it was... Uh, I don't necessarily think he is he has fallen from grace at a real quick real quick uh pitch because 
he was the golden boy, and he is no longer that when it comes to announcing. All right, so here's what we're going to do because uh, we've got you've got a little bit of a, a travel challenge, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to take it to the bank before you leave us during the 11 o'clock hour. So we'll do that at 11.15, and then we'll do Whoa, Josh here, whatever we're going to do after you leave, and then we'll play trivia to end the show, which I know you're going to be disappointed to miss. I love it. I'm Because I know you love that. me yep. being under pressure. But the good news is you'll be gone, so I'll be able to leave myself plenty of time. Because I am intrigued by especially a group of guys that played in the NFL, led by you, and someone who, by the way, I understand it's on the radio, on the Badgers radio network, so you're not using a telestrator with Matt LePay. But you do that job. So I am intrigued yeah. now, especially with you having done that. And I know you did some TV. and Didn't you do, like, NFL Europe or something, too? Or you went to a boot camp I where did. you did some TV work, right? Yeah, I, I, I found it ironic. I did, uh, I did some CBS network, uh, some smaller games. Louisiana Tech was one of the games. I did a what is basically the WIAC championship for down in Rome, Georgia. I think that was Division Three uh, college football. Uh, TV is a whole different animal. Uh, you, it's quicker. You, you mean you have to be able to show what's going on. But I don't remember at the end of the game if there was debate on the coin toss and if they screwed that up. Because, again, I think that was the storyline of that game outside of Mahomes and the dynasty and everything else. I don't know if they really went through all of why they shouldn't have. That was one, and that's why I tweeted it, because I really felt like that was something that the average fan would have really appreciated getting some insight on. And I don't know if I did that. So, and, and again, I brought this up earlier in the show, and if you missed it and you listen on the podcast form, which, by the way, Gymnastics Meet in Madison, the Derriere, Ryan, who was working the table, his daughter is a gymnast, huge fan of the show. We took a picture together, like when I went to pay, he's immediately talking about the show and how he, he watches it on YouTube, which I think a growing number of people do. Then I had a dad who was at the volleyball tournament who is buddies with our friend Justin McCoy from Cousins, come up to me, tell me how much he loves the show. You're right, Tausch. The way to engage is, oh, love Wildey and Tausch. That gets us right in. That suckers us right into conversations. If you want Jason or I to stop and have a really nice dialogue, then we'll (laughs) stop anyways. But if you want to get old boy's attention, you just say, big fan of the show. I am. My head will swivel. Be like, let's talk about it. I want to hear. Love you guys. You to tell me how great a show we have. And if you don't like it, I'm fine with that too. Tell us what you don't like. I can handle some good constructive criticism too. So earlier in the show, and you can find it on Wisconsin On Demand if you're not watching on YouTube. uh, I know multiple people who do still stream the audio on podcast form of the show. So thank you to those of you that listen that way. But. If you missed it earlier, I mentioned that, thank God, Tony Romo explained the clock aspect of overtime because that was not delivered very well by anyone, including Gene Steratore, who is there to discuss such things as the former official. I didn't think they handled yep. that well at all. And Tony Romo finally, as they were driving for the go-ahead touchdown, explained why the clock was not a factor. But I think I disagree with you, Tausch. I think he went through okay. a phase where he wasn't very good, and it appeared that he had stopped 
preparing as, you know, you know this about as a player or as a commentator, you better do your prep. And uh, we're going to have yeah. to get to uh, Luke Fickle clapping back on you uh, at the Big Red Rally at the Italian Community Center. He got after you a little bit, too, so we'll do that tomorrow. But Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a tease. Uh, I, but I miss that. It, it's, it is about preparation, and I didn't think, and I will criticize Romo here, I thought he was so good at the beginning, and then he started to just sort of use as a crutch his ability to predict plays. And then he started being wrong, and then it appeared that he didn't do the prep work beforehand. And I feel like he's bounced back, and he's I, he was okay. not flawless yesterday. I get it, but I think he is back to being pretty darn good. And you mentioned Greg Olson, who I do think has surpassed him. I agree with you on that. But what's going to happen with Greg Olson now that Tom Brady's going to slide into his seat? And how good is Tom Brady going to be? He was good in the Dunk Kings commercial, but I don't know how good Tom he's going to be on TV really or good. not. You he's so? going to be really good. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be really good. I think uh, I think Greg Olson will get one of the streaming jobs, whether it's going to be Peacock. I think NBC is going to start looking at. If he gets some Peacock, that'll be the last the you've seen of him. It. Yeah, that's the shame of it. But uh, Tariko and Collinsworth are great. You know, it, it's a hard job. I think obviously some people are never going to like it. It's just not going to be the, your taste. But I didn't feel like Romo brought a ton of added analysis to the game last night, which you know sometimes that's again that's not maybe I'm not his audience maybe. City's not his audience, but uh, not, I don't think there's anybody that was oh. uber, uber impressed as far as what he was bringing. He was stating a lot of things. I do think he did do some nice things, you know, pointing some stuff out, but I think the shine is off of Tony Romo. Was City getting after him? Is that what that I'm supposed to take from that? Uh, in, am uh, I supposed to infer really. that? City, I'm going to tell you something. City, I think City, obviously football is a huge part of his life. He's got – football's not – he doesn't follow football – to the same extent that some of us do. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. Uh, that's interesting. Is he still modeling? Is really the more important question. He looks fantastic. Uh, we played a bunch of tennis, and he is fantastic. He. I, I used to think I would always tell you guys I was the best racket sport player. Uh, Uh-oh. And when I was playing, I was. And I would have crushed City when he was playing, but he has now taken – the last two years of his life and given probably five to six days a week dedicated to tennis. And he is really good, like really good. So is he like Bulaga has become with golf because he dedicated yeah, himself actually, to being a that's good golfer? A, that is a really, that's a really, uh, Bulaga is good at golf. City's better at tennis and Bulaga is at golf. Wow. All right, yeah. Joshy, before we move on. Uh, what did you think of Romo? Are you Team Tausch on this or Team Wildy? I'm certainly more close to Tausch in his uh, what he thinks of Tony Romo. I think Tony Romo often starts sentences and doesn't know where they're going to end. Instead of being able to fill, <laughs> I know somebody like that. He just kind of stops yeah, I was talking. Say, I know that. That's <laughs> he, he just yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and like I, I like that. his excitement. I do. <laughs> But oftentimes it feels like it's taken away from the game. And I'm like, what the hell is Tony saying? Or what is he yelling about? Like, it, it's no longer the sh- the shine that it had where he was predicting plays, all that stuff. It's like he kind of turned himself a little bit into a cartoonish character with the, yeah, oh, caricature. I don't know, Jim, stuff. I don't know, Jim. 
You couldn't have said it better. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is the Tony Romo portion of the program. I'm getting some responses uh, on Twitter to this because I retweeted Tausch's point. Not again. Agree to disagree. Uh, I I don't think he's back to being as good as he was out of the gate, or maybe we were just so impressed with him out of the gate. Here's the deal. Hey, Jason, quick question for you. They signed him to this 10-year monster contract. If they could get out of that contract today, they would. Yeah. No, I don't think think you're probably right. And they bring Greg Olson in. I feel very confident about that. So he's not stranded on Peacock without Tausch Tausch watching him. (laughs) All right, uh, enough Tony Romo. Uh, the one other aspect of the Super Bowl we haven't discussed yet, and this would be where hipster Josh can come in, I want to talk a little bit about halftime. Then we'll get to take it to the bank and all the other good stuff before Tausch bids us adieu on his travels. Tausch, uh, I did go to a couple of our partners over the weekend on our many of our travels. Of course, we made a stop at Quick Trip, and we got something to eat there, but I also made a stop at Fleet Farm. And right now, you can pick up your pet's favorites, and we have the dogs with us, so I had to get some treats while I was there, from Fleet Farm. Find everything from food and treats to toys to health products all under one roof from all the brands you trust. Dogs or cats, they've got you covered. Shop your pet's everyday essentials at Fleet Farm. And you can also pick up sweet deals on Valentine's treats, which is... What is that, two days away? Wednesdays? Valentine's Day? Make sure that you swing by Fleet Farm. Check out their huge selection of treats like chocolates and gift boxes for the sweetheart in your life. Don't get caught empty-handed. Get Valentine's treats at Fleet Farm. Usher, 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 yeah! What did you think of the halftime? We'll talk about that next. It's Will Dean's House. This is Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. That is Usher playing in the background because Josh is such a pro. So, Tausch, were you too busy drinking Coors Lights with your old buddies, or did you watch the halftime too? So, I missed the halftime show. So, I'm not going to be able to contribute a ton here, And but for a good Uh-oh. reason. We went out and did some morning fishing yesterday. We were going to do – Cliffy has this big tenderloin that he brought, and we were going to do this big tenderloin for the Super Bowl, and we went out and caught a bunch of redfish. And it was old T's job to prep and make that redfish. So I did that at halftime. Got a nice crisp. We made some really nice fish tacos, a little cabbage, a little chipotle, you know, a little avocado. And I hit the. Uh oh. Uh oh. Have we lost our our big fella? It appears we have lost him for now. (laughs) Wow. That's problematic. Yeah, not great. Not great, Bob. All right, so, well, the good news is he couldn't contribute anything to this conversation anyway. So, Joshie, what did you think of halftime before I give my take? Because I'm worried that I'm going to come off as grumpy old man, get off my lawn, yelling at the cloud. I I expected, actually, you to love it. My feelings are um, when we came back playing Yeah!, my mother texted me immediately and said, my jam. So 
for me, <laughs> when I'm looking to be entertained, I'm typically not looking for things my mom would be really excited to hear. Uh, Usher certainly has a lot of uh, songs people recognize and good songs. Uh, I thought it was rather quick. Like some of his best songs, he played for almost like like it seemed like ten seconds or so. Yeah. At, at some point, uh, I also think the like trying to bring out as many people as possible kind of takes away. Like Ludacris was supposed to be like the big reveal for everyone, but I was so caught up with everyone else, I wasn't entertained by it and. And as I said before, I believe on this program, nostalgia really doesn't do much for me. So it really didn't get me all that excited. All right. So uh, I like the song, yeah. Uh, I don't love the ludicrous portion, uh, if you uh, pay attention to the lyrics, which I didn't think our girls did, so that was fine. Um, But here's my issue. It felt like a lot of the songs were a little slow. If I'm watching a halftime, I want to be bebopping and jamming. And I love Alicia Keys. Big fan. Her sitting at a piano, slowing things down. Like, I felt like there were too many songs that are when you go to the bathroom if you're at the concert or you sit down after you've been standing for a bunch of other songs. Is that a fair critique, Josh? I think the problem is that Usher is at his core an R&B artist. He certainly has done hip-hop stuff. So, so yeah. Killers. Yeah. Should have had the killers. Why the Killers didn't play at least some part of this? They're a Vegas mm. band. Agreed. In Las Vegas. I don't. What are we doing? Whose lead singer's name you don't know? Brandon Flowers. No, I don't. I know. I know R. that, R. and you know that, Josh. <laughs> but Mr. Killers over there, not so sure. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I I thought it was fine. I I actually enjoyed Rihanna more last year than I did. Usher this year. I was impressed with the roller skating, especially as someone who once upon a time went to Wisconsin Skate University in Milwaukee for birthday parties. Old school roller skates. I was very impressed. Also, and I should have thought of this before I tweeted it, but seeing the Packers G, which of course is also George's G, Mm -hmm. which I assume is why it made it onto the changing floor lights, because he's from Atlanta. But I was I was not expecting the Packers logo to be on the uh, halftime show, and some might have been expecting the Packers to be in the Super Bowl because they could have been, but the closest mm-hmm. they got was having their logo there. Uh, Tausch, uh, we ran into a little glitch there. We're glad you're back. Uh, tell us a little bit about AmFam and what they've got going on, because Lord knows we're not talking about Badgers basketball today oh. or probably all week the way things are going right now. Yeah, been a little bit of a tough stretch, and we need – to pull out of it, and AmFam wants you to help. A VIP experience at a Badger basketball game. Head on down to the Cole Center. You get pre-game court side passes. You get great tickets. You get Badger swag. And all you have to do, go to AmFam.com slash Badgers. AmFam.com slash Badgers to register for that. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. No purchase is necessary. We'll get to Take It to the Bank, presented by Associated Bank during the 11 o'clock hour. We'll also do Woe Joshi, or maybe Woe Wilty. And we'll play trivia at the end of the show. That's all still ahead in the 11 o'clock hour, which kicks off in exactly two minutes. So stick around. It's Wilty and Tausch.